The Talking Cure, Conversations with Jet Wheeler, is presented by the Office of Arts and Cultural Programming and Peak Performances at Montclair State University. Hello, this is Jedediah Wheeler, sometimes called Jed, often called Wheels, from Beausoleil in East Chatham, New York. And I'm here today with my dear friend, the amazing um, self-taught prodigy, uh, a contortionist extraordinaire, contortionist of mind as well as the physique, Raphael Boitel. Hello, Raphael. Where are you today? Well, hello, Jed. Thank you so much for all those beautiful words. Um, I am now in Bordeaux, in my city. So, well, yes, I'm here and I am in France and not in the U.S. because I cannot come right now and I wish I could be here with you. But it's, it's quite a nice city, actually. <laughs> it's a beautiful city. It's a, it's a great city for the arts of all kinds. I've, I have been there many times, but not there with you. Did you just, did you move there? Didn't, when did you move to Bordeaux? You lived in Paris, no? Where did you live? Living in Paris for 20 years, and uh, three years ago, I decided to leave Paris for Bordeaux, uh, because in Bordeaux, I had, uh, I had a lot of uh, work opportunities and, and collaboration, and, uh, and the city is beautiful. It's also the city of the wine, <laughs> and there is the ocean <laughs> very near. And artistically, it was really good for me to, to come here. And we already did many projects in, in Bordeaux. Uh, last year, we did a show on the roof of the Opera of Bordeaux. So it took, we were in the sky the last summer and it was amazing. So we, yeah, uh, I live here, but of course, and as you know me, I'm always traveling and, and uh, always everywhere. Uh, but I used to be in my home those last months for a few months, <laughs> like everybody. So I was happy to be in Bordeaux for that. In the last six months, have you performed for the public, either inside or outside? Well, um, we did not really perform for the, for the audience. We uh, talked about many projects and we've been working on theater for new creations but we couldn't really perform uh, for an audience because in France now everything had been stuck like in most of the countries and we couldn't have any audience on the theater. We could do some performances out, outside, outdoors uh, since this summer, but you know, my work is mainly inside. So no, but we were thinking, working a lot actually. We've been working like crazy. Um, you know, thinking of how we're going to do what we're going to do and about the situation and trying to adapt ourselves. But we, we did a, a performance uh, with a, like we, we did a work on the theater, almost like as we were performing, because we did something for the hospital, for children hospitals. So we performed a show uh, with a um, camera. So it made me think about uh, your project, actually. Uh, but it was different in a different way. It was because the, the, the camera uh, uh, people were filming and they were doing a formation. So it was like a, 
between the formations and um, uh, like kind of a workshops, but it was very professional and we could uh, send the show in direct to the hospitals, to children hospitals. And it was wonderful. So we, we did it for NACAR, uh, for very important hospitals in, in France. So, you know, we had this uh, feeling of performing for people. We couldn't see them, but they were here. So, yes. When you were last at the Kasser Theater, you performed what we would call a dystopian drama called Les Chutes des Anges. And um, I remember very distinctly a moment um, in which an audience member um, felt that the message of that work was so scary about the future that she had to leave the theater and she left. Um, and she wrote me a note saying that how, and asked me how I could offer such a negative view of the future. Really? You didn't really. tell me that. <laughs> no. And now, of course, the future that you were acting is real. Wouldn't you say that we're in the midst of a drama in which the light is becoming dark and the shadows are becoming real and that we're on the verge of an apocalypse? Hmm. Was that on your mind at all when you created that spectacular mechanical opera theater piece, dance work. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Actually, yes, you know, I, I don't know how to explain, but maybe, you know, because I'm always observing life, observing the world. And, you know, in this observation, I, I feel things. I feel how the world is going sometime, and I don't know exactly what to think. But this show was my feeling about this future that was, uh, I was worried about the future, very worried. And, and, and in fact, now all of what happened to us is not so dark in my show, it is the reality. And, exactly. and it's, it's, yeah, it's scary because I felt it. I felt it. And now, in fact, some people, but a lot of people that see the show sees a lot of hope because I, I just don't want to lie to the people. I don't want to say, you know, the world is easy, the world is amazing and everything is easy because no, it's not true. We, life is difficult, but there is so much beauty inside that we can find. And there is so much life actually and hope and we can have hope, but we have to act. If we don't act, nothing will happen. And this show, it was also a way to say, you know, let's act, react. Let's not sleep and fall asleep. Just let's wake up because the world is going wrong. We, the ecology, ecologic catastrophe that is coming to us is even worse than what, what we have right now. So we need to, to, to be more uh, respectful to our you know, to what, like to the world, I believe. So, so, so the show was also a way to just to, to talk about hope also and say, we are together, we can be together, we can, you know, uh, be 
solidar and and act and without saying oh let's uh, i don't want war you know i don't want we need to be in in a without being too naive of course but we need to be more in 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 love and 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 hope and and try to uh, i don't know to 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 think what can we do and and listen to the philosophy listen to the scientist to the scientific you know exchange I, I believe that. So this show was a way to talk about all of that and my feeling, and then it's personal also. Well, I should, I should add um, that another lady um, approached me after the performance <laughs> and said that she was filled with optimism and hope for the future in a way that no other production she'd experienced had ever given her. So... I think I think your uh, your message was clear. You scared everybody, and <laughs> and at which point somebody realized that you were also telling them that the world is um, can be saved, and that we need to focus on it. I am optimistic, you know. In life, I am an optimistic person, but I don't want to lie. And things fall apart. And what do we do with that? And in fact, I kind of anticipate a little bit <laughs> all of that. But now, yeah, what, what can we do? And, but in fact, some people, sometimes it depends um, in which uh, state of mind they are. And, and, and yes, it can be dark, but it's not just dark. Yes. No, as I, as I recall, the, the characters were also looking for light. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's those angels that kind of fall on earth and well, like, looking for the light. No, it, was a, it was a very beautiful, very sensual uh, work of art. I mean, one of the things, the things that you do um, bring people into their, themselves in a, in a new way. I mean, that's, you know, and then you're often described as a circus artist, hmm. um, but circus is, only an aspect of who you are and, and what you're exploring. I mean, I started by describing you as a contortionist, but that was when you were eight years old. <laughs> yes, in fact, I'm not so much contortionist anymore, <laughs> but with my mind. <laughs> I was going to say, you've come up with a different kind of contortionism, for sure. Um, and, but circus, you know, you are one of the most um, inventive circus artists I've ever encountered. Um, and From you, I take it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're redefined, you're, you're reimagining circus, mm. but using, the, using all of the, uh, the tools, if that's the right word, all yeah, of the yeah. skills, skills of circus to um, make uh, a new art form. We'll still call it circus, however. I'm not going yes, to change the name. Yeah, in fact, because, yes, I use the skills I use because the physicality, you know, I love physicality. I, I, I talk with the bodies and circus artists, they can e express so much and it's, everything is extraordinary, but we can talk because they are almost like sure human, but, but, but they are human beings and that just because they work hard and just because they, they, well, everything is possible when you work hard. So it's also a metaphor of life. And yeah, circus is a way 
and his skill, but I love cinema, I love theater, I love music, and everything goes together. And and yes, it's circus, but it's dance, it's theater, it's everything. But the strong physicality of circus is it's really well. I mean, you don't simply focus on the body; you focus on the complete mise en scène. I mean. I mean, you were you were as much directing the lights as the, the um, you're directing the machinery that makes the stage move. I mean, uh, you know, and indeed the the performers who climb the ropes and the performer who flies out into the audience is also part of your artistry. Yeah, everything is, is directing and, and the light becomes a character and the light is in this show. She's this, uh, 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 how do you say, this entity that look at the artist and the characters on stage. Yeah, it's everything goes together and that's really what interests me. So <laughs> what are you working on now? Well, I am working on a lot of things. Of course, we had... Well, we have, we are in this middle of this crisis uh, with the COVID. So the theaters had, uh, how do you say, shut down? Uh, shut down, lockdown, closed down. Closed down. Bye bye. Bye bye. But but we are still here <laughs> and working and creating and thinking how we can. For me, you know, art and culture is will save us. We need art. We need this if we forget if people forget art we you know there is no sense for me um and for the world i believe um so i i'm thinking you know a lot and how how we can express ourselves and of course hoping that the theaters will open again because we need the theaters so we how we can find the solutions to 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 do shows again um so now we are waiting in France. The theater are opening again in September now. So apparently, oh, yeah, apparently it's going to be okay. But, you know, we never know. <laughs> so we are ready to uh, do the shows again and the show, my shows in tour. So I have different shows. I just did a, a show for young audience. Uh, that had been created just before the crisis, the crisis, the crisis, the crisis. Crisis, perfect. No, no. I'm French. I'm still French with some problems. <laughs> no, you have no problems, none whatsoever. <laughs> um, so I, I've been working on that, and now we are waiting to do it in front of children. So I'm very impatient to see their reaction. Uh, we did it one time before the crisis, the crisis, and. And they love so much. There is so much laugh in this show. But it's not just laugh, you know, it's as I do. It's humor noir and, and you know, I do a show for children like I do a show for everybody. I don't change my way of doing, uh, of creating. And uh, now I'm creating, um, I'm uh, working on a creation of um, a trip, so it's a triptych, I call it a triptych of, uh, it's a portrait of women. So I'm working on a solo uh, that I already done, so it's a solo where I am on stage talking about the contortion, talking about the, you know, the spine and mm. all of 
what the spine does to the body and affects the body of a woman, of a circus woman. And, and it's a very organic piece and very um, dense and choreographic. And, and we, it's like an introspection of this spine. Actually, it's my spine. So it's really kind of an auto-portrait. Jonathan mm. autoprotest that goes into this body that had suffered, that had, you know, um, uh, internal uh, trauma and uh, injuries and stigmas. But it's also the life, of course. It's um, sorry, the life course. It's it's you know this physicality and danger of contortion on the body and beauty of woman and beauty of this. Uh, back that moves and is alive. So this is this solo. And then there is a, a duet of two women, strong, physical, circus, beautiful, wonderful artists. And they're like, they are like super women. <laughs> uh, they are flying. And so uh, those two women, they're on a chi on Chinese pole, like in the When Angels Fall, you know, yes. the Chinese all uh, in circus it's like uh, so they are flying in the air and and so it's the continuity of this solo that the solo is called la bête noire so it's uh, the black beast hold on to that thought just so you know the the bête noire bête noire bête noire was my dog when i was a little boy <laughs> no way Yes, Bet Noir. Yes, my I had a little dog, and my I did, and his name was Bet Noir. We just leave I, it. I, just... <laughs> I think we are made to work together, you know, Jed. Of course, of course. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. When you're gonna see the show, you're gonna think about your dog. My little dog, Bet. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well. I don't let me inter don't let me interrupt you, but I just I couldn't resist. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny, actually. <laughs> I don't know if I can share, like maybe share with you some images. But uh, yeah, but now we're talking. I'll send you some images of this uh, idea and of this yeah. show. Uh, well, but so, since we've stopped, I do want to uh, solo, and you're creating a duet. Is the du is the duet a, the second part of the triptych? Or is the duet part of the first part of the trip? Sorry, it's the second part of the first part. So it's a solo, a duet, and a trio, a trio. of women. Okay. And the third woman will be a very physical um, girl that comes from, how do you say here, from, like she's like a free runner, a, a parkour girl. She jumps on a roof, and she's an acrobatic, amazing, oh. strong you know, with amazing capacity, but she's a woman. And, and so I wanted to talk about those women. So it's like a solo, a duet, and a trio. And I'm working on these three, um, uh, uh, how do you say, acts of a, a woman, circus woman, the body of those strong circus women and you know and all this yeah the life course of those women and 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 the extreme capacity and physic physical uh, physical strength and beauty and you know there are angels but they are so strong and and all this connection between them and yeah so we're working on that and and it's and we've been working um last june with them and it's 
it's it was so strong so emotional well, i'd like let's talk a little bit about gender and women in circus it's my it's my impression that the woman is a and i'll choose my words very carefully um the female i should say is for the most part a tool <laughs> in yeah. yeah and that that the women i'm being grossly unfair but i think it's a point what that needs to be made that the female is most often smaller lighter um and is in general um held lifted up and held by the man mm, exactly um, and um that there's there's a tremendous um gender imbalance in circus um in it completely so that's why i want to talk about that also of course and then it it changes little by little and in france we you know the movement of in fact that women tools is you know moving and evolving and i want to be part of it because i am a woman i am a director and you know all my life had been a, a long way a long fight and Yes, so, but then it's not going to be a feminist show, of course, it, you know, it's just that I am a woman and I write like a woman and I want to talk about these amazing bodies that are strong and they're not just, yeah, small and sweet and nice and no, it's much more than that. And well, I've seen, I mean, some of the most interesting work in, in circus I've seen and you, of course, are a great representation of it but um are created by women for women with women um to the exclusion of men actually. but i like men you know <laughs> i i don't i'm not saying you shouldn't like men you don't have, you know that's a different topic <laughs> but <I'm laughs> what i mean is i like to direct also men of course but but yeah yeah i know what you mean i understand what you mean you know, you know i mean it's, it's kind of it's fascinating to me to watch Um, at this particular juncture in the evolution of circus, that um, women, you uh, you know, are showing their flexibility, their strength, their imagination in an art form that has not often given them that creative strength. That you know. Um, yeah. So I think now you know at the. Where I am now doing, I, I did many shows and, and, and well, many, qu quite a lot. And I feel that I need to talk about that now. You know, the my first show was L'Oublier when we came in, in at Peak Theatre with my mother, my family. It was a family story and talking about, you know, the death and kind of a personal, uh, uh, very personal show about my family also. And uh, the second was uh, another show more about circus. I needed to talk about circus because, you know, I, I came into circus when I was a kid and it, it's a very important story with the, this first female clown, Annie Fratellini, that she did so much for me and, and it was kind of a homage to Annie Fratellini. So circus and, and then... Then I did other shows, small shows, you know, many different shows. But then uh, when Angel Falls, 
la chute des anges that you that we came at peak uh, two years it was in February it was is it two years no a year yeah it was February two years ago so two and a half years ago yeah, yeah. and this so I needed to to talk about the society the world the future what would become the future so now I need to talk about women about this path of women and this yeah the, the strength of the circus or not just circus but of those women that are Yeah, as you say, it's with so much flexibility and possibility, and they are strong too, and they can do a lot to the world too, you know. Well, I think that's for sure. I mean, what your work does have, which is not always the case for circus, but your work and a few others. I don't want to be, I don't want to exclude some of my amazing things, but you know, is um, an emotional authenticity. Um, that circus, circus um, his, historically um, has not relied on the emotional life of the performer um, to involve the audience. It's, it's always been the external spectacle, the craft of... Um, yeah, extraordinary body, capacity. But not the internal psychological world of the performer your work is about the person yeah exactly it's what really interests me is the it's the human and and you said it's very well uh, about this show it's going to be this it's going to be this internal psychologic uh, you know uh, way and path and and yeah i i really feel Yeah, what really interests me is is the people. It's the people, the human, the what, who we are, and and how it, it can talk to everybody, and how uh, an audience can identify to this person, even if this person is doing amazing, extraordinary, spectacular thing. The the audience, anyone can identify to this person that is flying, and like she she could imagine that she could do like her or like him. And I really, you know, like uh, this cinematographic vision where we feel that we could be this actor that is saving the world or... <laughs> well, that's an interesting point. You know, you raise a inter very interesting issue, which is always on everybody's mind right now, once, once we talk, all, as we talk about gender. I mean, so um, I'm a man, a male. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I identify with you. Yes! <laughs> you know, and I think, you know. Yeah, and, I understand. You know, and I think this is extremely, extremely important. Um, you know, that, it, that it's, that what you're talking about is, is humanity, human beings with complex feelings and complex ideals. Contradictions. Complex successes and failures. Um, you know, and it isn't just about being a man or a woman. It's human. We are all like that. So we, we look like to each other so much, in fact. And, and, and yes, I don't want to be, uh, you know, I, would, I don't want to say I'm talking about women and it's, no, it's so, it's universal and it's open for everybody because it's a human sensation and we look like each other, even if we have differences, of course. But, uh, you know, I'm so honored 
that you identify to my work I'm, <laughs> and to you know that we could almost be the same person that's that's a wonderful thing well, so, in fact in this way I really want to talk about this contradiction and you know and those doubts and the choice that we need to do and now in this time more than ever we don't know we don't know what's going to happen so we need to you know to be in our feelings and to trust and to hope and contradiction is here and duality and we we struggle with life now more than ever everybody but how we can be together how we can you know skip to valors we need to to keep the valor uh, valors valors the the values of values things, yes. values sorry not valors the values it's so important we we, we need not to forget all those values important values and beauty and so yes, it's universal. It's for everybody. It's for well, children. Well, we have, you know, we have, this is, um, there's an urgency about our times that, um, I mean, uh, no matter who you are, where you're from, what, how old you are, how young you are, whatever, um, time is very limited. I mean, it is, we, we are, in the grander scheme of the universe, we are a fraction of a nanosecond. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, I get really interested about all of that also, <laughs> about what we are in the universe, in fact. You know, um, and I think, and sort of go back to uh, something you said earlier, which I, I, I believe greatly. I mean, often artists are asked to explain themselves. Tell me what it is you're thinking. And, and um, you know, Le Chute des Anges was certainly not intended to be um, a view into a future, the apocalyptic future, um, specifically, not by design, but artists such as yourself who are in tune with the inexplicable the unexplained. The invisible. Right. You know, have a way of receiving, I'll be, I'll be uh, um, science fiction, have a way of receiving signals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes, since I'm a, a kid, I, I was like, okay, universe, tell me what I have to do. Tell me. <laughs> exactly. Well, and you listen, and you. What is my best... mission? <laughs> <laughs> well, your mission, yes, you. Well, your mission, dear Raphael Boitel, is to come to the Casser Theater. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and at Montclair State, you. <laughs> and so, talk about the essential. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, I'm very excited about your work. Always have been from the moment I first saw it. Um, you are the embodiment of hope and optimism. Um, I and keep trying. <laughs> so I'll wrap this up with sending you um, a huge embrace, knowing that sooner rather than later, we will have a real embrace, not just a virtual one. Please. But thank you so much for this window into your home, your life, and your next project be well thank you so much to you to offering me this time with you and with 
the U.S. citizens. <laughs> okay. And I love all of you so much. And well, everybody loves you, and you'll be back, I'm sure. Yes, I want to be back. <laughs> We will.